0: Morning Sickness. Started laughing at Lincoln Park there for a second. Uh, it's the uh, Paper Cut. That song's 24 years old. Damn. A quarter of a century has passed since we first got introduced to hybrid theory. What? I had a guy tell me that the other day. Came up to me. He goes, what well, year would you graduate from high school? I think I'm a lot older than you. And I said, uh, 90. And he goes, oh, geez, I was 93. Like, yeah. <laughs> he looked terrible. I got to be honest <laughs> I would have guessed like 80. And he said something to me after, and then uh, and he goes, you know, we only have a few years left, you and I. And it haunts me.
1: <laughs> I started thinking like, I forget Rocky. what comedian <laughs> says. He gets up there. He says, you know, I've got 20 summers left. Yeah,
0: 20 summers to go, if I'm lucky. It puts me at 71. Like, Jesus. And then hybrid theory is 25 years. So in the same amount of time that's passed since that came out, when I was a vibrant, caring human being that hadn't had the way of the world crush him yet. Hadn't had anxiety attacks and passed out from stress. <laughs> that hadn't happened yet. Although it should have back then because that's when I was most stressed out. Uh, the same amount of time passes again. It'll be 76. F- you. <laughs> I don't want to be 76. So I guess it's just a message to make every day count. And if you're looking for a friend to masturbate with, all you have to do is click this button. Chatterbait
1: will be there. <laughs> Eight seconds later...
0: Yeah, you can't help but think you're wasting your life when you sit through those eight seconds. All right, let's get to the jerking off. <laughs> I can't beat off to this. It's an ad. Uh, it's time for What Would Brady Do? And that's because uh, we weren't here yesterday, so we got to get one in there. Uh, solve your problems this way, because otherwise you'll die. We can't have that. Uh, <laughs> Brady's got to fix your stuff. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends over at MMP Guns uh, on was that, 12th Street and Indian School, and you talk about uh, Christmas celebrations. They got all sorts of stuff. It's no longer Byron's birthday special, so Christmas is upon you. And if you're looking for that special gift for somebody, and you can't quite put it together, wander through Mo Money Pawn at MMP Guns and go, oh my God, yes, this. Even if it's just a gift card. They got yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. You get You get the class to have that gun friend of yours build himself an AR-15. You, you get him on there, kick in a little bit for that. And get a gift card so he can get in on that and, and put them uh, unbelievably good. You do that now because prices go up after the new year. Exactly.
1: So, get in on it now. Even make your reservation for next year. Just that's do right. It.
0: So if you do it now, you can do next year's gun building. Yeah. You do it at this year's prices because they got to bump them. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. MMP Guns is on 12th Street in Indian School inside Mo Money Pond, right next to it, in fact. And uh, you guys want to hop in there and check it out. It is a shopping extravaganza. You cannot imagine all the stuff that's inside there. And they make sure it stays quality. It's good quality stuff they've got. And the tools, I, that's, you know, I'm not a handy person, but if I need tools, that's where I'm going.
1: You uh, might be able to have Byron stack his birthday special on top of all the oh specials they got going on now. Just but you just got to ask him.
0: Ask him. Jesus and Byron's birthday special. That's what I say. MMP <laughs> uh, Guns in Mo Money Pond right there, 12th Street Indian School. Uh, Brady, are you ready? Ready. Let's see where I'll start. Oh, by the way, this is the first suggestion today for the Homebird uh, After Dark so, I'm like, yeah, we wanted people to come up and called make, make the Monkey Dance. So, yeah. you make the guys who do the impressions do a scenario you've created. Here's, here's one. And it seems to be a trend. 9 11 seems to pop into a lot of these. It says, uh, here's one Shaggy from Scooby Doo getting blown by Tom Hanks and Bill Cosby during 9 11. <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Put it in the hat. We'll try it. If it gets drawn, it gets drawn. Frank will
1: walk off stage. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, Frank's going to get tied to the stage. I'm not doing that. Well, you can either be Shaggy or Cosby. Kite's going to do Hanks. It's going to work out. Don't worry. Uh, We'll start here. But it's uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, This one says, I'm sick and tired of this sissy world and these complainers. I drive for a rideshare company part-time. I've had the job for five years. I have a perfect rating, five stars. Never had a complaint. I actually get compliments most of the time, especially about the music I listen to. I'm a man. I have driving music when I drive. But this past weekend, I picked up a passenger who happened to be a pilot. I was taking him to the airport in Mesa, 10-minute drive, or 10 minutes into the drive. He asked me if I could change the music, and I was listening to West Side Connection and Ice Cube. (laughs) <laughs> and I giggled and said, in five years, you're the first person that's ever complained about my music. And I'm sorry, but no, I'm not changing it. My wife doesn't touch my radio and neither do you. And he says, well, if you don't shut it off. Uh, and I said, uh, I said, you can shut it off. I said, actually, I'm not going to do it. Uh, but I'll turn it down, but not all the way, just a little bit. And that's exactly what I did. He didn't say another word to me. And we were both very polite for the uh, rest of the ride. As a man, Brady, do you do this? Do you turn it off? And risk a bad review for your job, or do you stick to your guns? How do you handle
1: that? Uh, he's my customer, yeah. and I change the music, or I just turn it off. No,
0: let me ask you this. You're right. Individual customer, I think it's like... Look, yeah, they don't
1: like the music. That's not. Don't take that as a personal... No,
0: you're providing a service, and the reason we go to Uber and not cabs anymore is because cabs were all that weird, crazy Middle Eastern music that they wouldn't turn down, and it stunk. Ubers were an option to go, oh... I can sit in a decent car and not have some guy ruining it because he's employ- – like, he, there's a risk involved in my five-to-one-star thing. Um, but in a restaurant, when you were running Porkopolis and somebody's yeah. like, hey, this music's driving me nuts, turn it, would you have done it? Yeah. You would have? Yeah. If the entire restaurant's full and one guy
1: says he doesn't like it? Oh, well, um, it depends on what we're playing. That's I what guess, I mean. Like, yeah. let's say
0: it's Steely Dan, and he just, bang, yeah, he just like doesn't music. like
1: it. Yeah, if it's one person, probably not.
0: Yeah, and that's where we have to as but, a society. But, that
1: is, but if it's the entire room, sure. which in this case is his car, right. that's the customer. If it's an individual. If I have more, you know, because I've gone in there, I mean, back in the day, I remember going into Porgables, I'm like,
0: what, do we got what going are you playing? Right. Well, I get that as an owner. You walk in and go, yeah. this isn't the ambience I'm trying to... Right. You know, I'm paying for this thing. That makes sense. Yeah, you're picking up people in an Uber and the guy's like, could you turn this down? You, that's yes. your customer. Yeah. You say yes. Or you risk your one star. Yeah. And that's your bread and butter. So you should, you should just tolerate it. Like you said, it's 10 minutes of you not having West Side Connection and Ice Cube on. Guess what? He gets
1: out. You turn it right back up. A few years ago when um, we went to visit my sister... For Christmas, Switzerland, we're in Paris. I had to uh, I <laughs> call an Uber to go to the airport. It's about a 35-minute ride, and it's a Middle Eastern guy car that picks us up, and that music is cranking. Uh, horrible. I didn't say anything.
0: No, because you feel like you're, they're going to drive you into <laughs> a building. <yeah.
1: laughs> and it's never ending. And Ronnie's like,
0: I got a yeah. headache. And you feel like if you say, like, hey, could you right. knock, they're going to drive you into a building. No, no problem. I will turn it off immediately.
1: No no more music. No more music for you.
0: Infidel. Yeah, I'm not that was work. a tough ride. That's cultural. To me, I don't want to step on cultural. Yeah. Now, if this guy emailing was a black driver for Uber and I'm in the back seat and he's got West Side Connection and Ice Cube on, I'm not, turn- I'm not asking him to turn it down either.
1: Yeah. And but if you do, then, true. you know, most of the time they're like, you know what? You're right. Okay.
0: Yeah. If it's What's a Chinese saying? guy and it's Chinese music, if it's a Mexican guy and it's Mexican music, I'm not asking him to do it. If it's culture, if it's a white guy and he's listening to West Side Connection, and I'm like, hey, come on.
1: Hey, Malibu's Moswana. Yeah, Got to right. The hey, b rat. turn it down. I've had a <laughs> couple times say, are you okay with the music? Yeah. You know, they've the asked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, here's the danger of it. I, I was too accommodating in Hawaii on the Big Island, and I went from the airport all the way to the resort. which was about a 30-minute drive dude's like uh kind of music you like rock all right and i swear to god he had a sound system i've never heard in my life bigger than the one that's in my jeep and it was just blasting tool like he loved tool (laughs) and he'd turn it down he goes right and then he'd say like shaka or something hawaiian i don't know And then he'd turn it up and midway through the drive he goes you seem cool i'm like thanks what do you do and i told him and he goes oh you like rock you live rock i'm like yeah i like it You want to get high? And he just started smoking weed on this dark road, just freaking me out the whole way. I'm like, this is the best and worst cab ride of my life. But at least it was Tool. Middle Eastern dude pumping the hits of the Middle East. I'm not asking him to turn it down, because that car might have something that I don't want to know about. Explosives. And I'm not going to find out by pissing him off. Same with uh, anybody of culture.
1: And he's on the phone. The music's cranking. Don't care. And he's constantly on the phone. I'm 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 not not saying saying anything.
0: (laughs) I will deal with it. It's not like we're driving to Chicago. We've got 10 minutes of this. Look, Kevin, you (laughs) can do your (laughs) Discover Discover car job a
1: little bit later, all right?
0: I have to answer a few of these calls, if you don't mind. While I drive, I am multitasking. Hello, thank you for calling Discover. My name is Kevin. Can I help you? (laughs) Oh, no, 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 sir. I will not turn the music down. It is cultural. It could be some sort of holiday. I don't know about that dude's driving and he's got his music on and it's... Ronnie,
1: Kirby and I in the back seat. There's a pressure cooker in the front yeah. seat. <laughs> Would you like some goat? Would you like a handful of goat?
0: No. No, no handfuls of goat, thank you. You know, they pass that to law and I'm going to be selling the goat. I'm not interested in goat. So, Whitey, you're okay to tell him yeah. to change the station. Because we're on the but- same team. right? Whitey's got to go, hey, bro, come on. Even if it's like just cruising Like Little River Band or something like that. i something that. that. sounds great. Harry,
1: don't be late. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I, I don't even, is that Little River Band? I don't even I, don't really know. I like <laughs> Little River Band. When we're all, we'll go dancing in the dark. I might sing along. I might ask him to drive around the block once. And reminisce it. But yeah, it would have to be country music. If he's got it blasting, he'd be like, guy, come on. White guy? I'd ask him to turn it down. Show me your fish. Yeah. A black guy listening to country music, I just go, what are you doing? Knock it off. You've, you've chosen the least cool music of all time. This is a little Dirk. That you're being <laughs> judged. I'm not supposed to see color, but man, it's just jumping off of you right now. You shouldn't be listening to this. Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the dead. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, this one says, uh, hey, Holmberg, I've emailed a few times and I've tried to be sincere in my messages. And I have to tell you, this is no different. The most sincere I can be. You're the smartest man in the world. I like the way this is starting. <laughs> uh, no joke. The whole procreating thing and not doing it, smartest thing of all time. You or Brett have any advice how I do this? I want to do it for what would Brady do, but I don't think he's going to like my question. How do I get rid of my kid? He's 20 years old and he's awful. Uh, no matter how you raise them, and I did a good job, they get idiot friends and idiots on social media, and they turn into horrible people. And I don't want to hear from Big Dick Toledo on this one for obvious reasons. I want to abandon my son at age 20. I hate him. I really don't like my kid. Uh, any ideas will help. Signed, Billy. Brady, how do you get rid of a kid that you raised, you thought you did good, and he turns into someone you don't want to be around?
1: I bet you that I think happens that, a lot. I would figure that works itself out. That if your kid doesn't knows that you don't want him around that'd be nice
0: i don't think it would take long
1: if he keeps coming back he's dumb
0: sounds like he's dumb anyway kids always come back probably asking for money kids never get the hint
1: well then if that's the case if you're still providing uh money and that stuff you gotta stop if you you know
0: but maybe he just but i don't see him doing that because he says he hates the kid playing that card of like he's probably getting in trouble like i can imagine that's a a lot of parents that are conflicted, like, if he wasn't my kid, I would not like this person. Like, I'm bailing this guy out of yeah, jail. But, but,
1: but, you know, what's interesting, he says, I raised him.
0: Tried right. to raise him, right? Mixed um, up with the wrong idiot. So
1: where did he go wrong, and then what could be corrected on that? Social media. Anything?
0: Social media has turned most people's kids. I know a couple of friends I have that I don't think they like their kids, and it's mainly because of social media. I'm almost positive. It's like, all right, let's turn this person into a real asshole. Uh, And they try to reprimand them, but then they'll turn to social media and tell them their parents. It's it's mostly embarrassing. Like they're embarrassed to say, oh, you can get
1: caught up on that though. Because that's the one thing that bothers you, that that is part of this generation. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to cut it out until they actually see like, you know, what am I doing? Um, But the difference is. But that can divide it. That can make the, you know, the division happen. A lot of parents. Bigger
0: don't use social media the same way. So they don't know how to reprimand their kid for doing so. I think most parents are like, oh, that's just what it is now. And I don't realize that sometimes a whack to the back of the head is still necessary. And you have to take the risk that your kid's going to go on social media and say your parents are awful. And that's what I think everybody's afraid of. Every kid out there has a bullhorn now to trash their parents. You know? Yeah. So you do something wrong and they start mouthing off about them. They've got a whole outlet. So the, I think the parents are like, Eggshell tiptoes around, uh oh, my kid has a weapon against me. Like it used to be, you used to be able to get yelled at and you kept it to yourself. And now they're like, oh, I need to talk to a therapist and I'm depressed and all this other stuff. They, they've, they've weaponized all of it to be like the second you get mad at them, they're depressed. They've got uh, panic disorders and all sorts of stuff. And then the parents feel bad. The they, kid? None of those kids are actually that He's depressed 20. or suicidal. Some are, but they're so many of them have weaponized suicide and now it's a story like oh kids are suicidal it's like no, parents are afraid of their own
1: kids the kid's 18 or over 18 get the 20. brakes yeah, yeah get out yeah. that's he'd, what I'm saying if he's at home yeah. if that, he's living there kick providing him out, out. Yeah. for him then there's Don't one put up with reason to get him out of your life
0: my dad said is... something to me once that was the best dad moment it was the most real he'd ever been to me up to this point I was probably 18 my sister moved out she's 21 she'd been gone for a while and we're sitting on the couch hanging out and he was different And he looked at me, and he goes, do you miss your sister? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, do you miss having her around the house all the time? And I thought it was like a test. So I'm like, I don't know, I suppose. I guess a little. And he goes, you know what's weird? I don't. (laughs) I'm like, that's what an awesome admission. And then you have to realize this dude has had some kid living in his house since he was 22. This is his first dance with freedom. And he's yeah. looking at me like, you got to go soon. Yeah, you're next, pal. Yeah, like he wasn't asking <laughs> to be like. And then it's on the other side if your. are a well, parent, he wasn't trying to be my friend at that moment. Yeah. He was basically saying, when you leave, I'm going to be happier. And it I was like, good for you. And now I look back and I'm like, of
1: course. At the time, I was like, he doesn't miss her? That's awesome. The tough time uh, for parents, I mean, again, if you're getting along, is when you become, you know, the, the, the empty nester. Right. Like we drop them off at college. That's a yeah. big.
0: They start leaving. Stage.
1: That's again. You have to get along. Well, because then
0: then you have to realize, do I like this other? thing? I used to have. You, you don't realize yeah. how. Because you got to remember also part of an element is left of the house. My dad was 20, 21. My mom was eighteen when they had the first kid, and after that thing left, uh, they were forty and thirty eight. Thirty seven? It's like, I have no kids. They're looking at this next What am I guy. doing, married? Right, but they weren't the same people as when they started making people. And now they're early 40s and they're looking at each
1: other like, do we like each other? Yeah. Or is it just them? Because they were responsible. I mean, they're back then, it's like, yeah. you're responsible. Because we're going to take our these m- kids. Yeah. Right. Now yeah. I think it's easier to walk away. Yep.
0: Rock Wars, the wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98 com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, This one says, Dear Brady, I found cocaine at my adult daughter's house. Jesus, another one. Uh, She says it's her roommate's. She even told me, Dad, it's not mine. I don't do that. You can even test my pee. I believe her. She's always been my little angel. Do I confront the roommate or do I let her handle it? Robert.
1: I would think about two things. One, um, the illegal side of it. Sure. Like you got to be, you know, careful. This is your roommate. Sure. You could get in trouble for this. You guys can't be so free willy with that stuff. Right. Um, Also, your daughter's a cocaine addict.
0: She does coke.
1: And I would look into that. Yeah. Test her pee. But at the same time, test her, yeah. Test her pee. And she said you can test my pee knowing, though, that she says, oh, my dad wouldn't do that. Right. That's why she
0: did yeah. that because she's your little angel. Yeah. Test her pee. Call her bluff.
1: Well, um, I say let her do all the cocaine she wants as long as she's not, you know, asking money for you and hanging <laughs> right. people. Then she's a responsible cocaine. <laughs> That's right.
0: You heard it from Brady right here. Have her do all the cocaine she wants so long as it's free to daddy. Yeah. It won't be when you're bailing her out of jail or right. when she runs someone over in her uh, car while she's high on coke. And the next thing you know, you're in a manslaughter charge. Your daughter's doing coke. She's got I one, look into one roommate and that roommate's doing coke. She's doing coke. She's too close to it not to be doing something bad. All people on drugs say, I'm not doing that. Test my pee, bro. My dad uh, paid for an apartment for his drug addict nephew and went to his house once because he was back on the stuff. And my dad's like, he didn't know anything about it. He said, let me see your toes. I spo- I'm going to look for track marks on your body. You want to see my dick too? Some people shoot up there. My dad's like, if you're that desperate, I don't want to know, but I'm not paying for your apartment anymore. And uh, trying to help him out. And he said, there were no track marks or anything. I didn't know what else to do. And I'm like, should have looked at his dick. Evidently, he's shooting up through that. A, I'm done with it. Any, anybody on drugs will tell the person saying, hey, are you doing drugs? No, of course not. That's someone else's. Watch, watch OP Live. But, but I'll tell you No this, one's on so, drugs. There's, that's always a friend's drugs.
1: And I would be the exception of it. But if my dad or mom yeah. you know, went into my fraternity house or whatever, even at college, even afterwards, and they came in the room frat and they houses. found it and there was cocaine. And I say to mom, that's not my cocaine. That's, that's a frat house but they bo- they would believe me yes, of course that's because a Because there's house. a reason why they'd believe me that
0: if it's you and one other person and dad's in there and your roommate has coke in the house
1: that's what i'm saying and i would say to my dad look that that's his cocaine right. i don't you know but you also, would have concerns about it um one that's illegal secondly that are you
0: <laughs> are you, you know? hanging out though i mean yeah. i think your parents would know are you going to live with somebody who's got coke laying around probably not yeah so unless you're comfortable with cocaine.
1: Your yeah, it's room- cool to be yeah. around, man. It's right. a lot of fun.
0: Right. You're not going to live with it. Yeah. So your daughter's, I, just your daughter's doing coke. Because, look, Brett and I could live together, and the second he breaks out coke and leaves it on the table and takes off, I'm out. I'm not hanging around a dude who's going to put me in that kind of position. I'm not
1: sure if you want this kind of roommate. Right. I don't want to be around
0: him. I didn't know you did that. My friend had a date with a girl once. Great story. Hot took a picture of her at dinner he goes this is i'm on a date with this like i don't know how you pulled that one off man go back to her house or his house and she's like you want to do some blow he's like what she usually wants some coke and she starts to break out coke on his counter and he goes get out he's like what have been driving around with you all night and you got coke no get out and he's like she put me in a spot like i yeah
1: she could have left that in my car I had to hit her once at least.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, he yeah, should have pounded her into the ground. Yeah, she's I, a coke. Check her out. A lot of fun. Yeah. If you get over the snorting and the snot falling that's on cool. you. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't do that. Of course, your parents would believe you. If they found Coke, you'd probably be surprised too. Yeah. But your daughter's on Coke, sir.
1: But that's a tough, you know, the tough time is when they're 20, 21, 25. Right. But as much as you try to cocaine. step in, yeah, I know, but yeah. I, I mean, really, you can't, you can tell them right. stop or get another roommate, but if she's going to do it, she'll find her way back there. They're you adults. just can't, you can't enable. Right. They're adults. Yeah. And it's their, I mean, I know guys that I went to college with that did all of that. Right. But
0: you can't turn it blind a blind eye I'm 51 years old. If my dad found Coke in my house, there'd be a talk.
1: Yeah. If I mean, if it's in your about, house, that's yeah, one right, thing. Right. This is at her apartment, right? Same
0: thing the same thing if my dad came over and there was coke oh it's megan does coke she does
1: yes yeah, so what roommate. are you doing
0: yeah like uh, he would not be pleased and he'd be right because he's concerned as a friend like, you don't need this in your life what are you doing and then we do bumps. and we do a couple go we do a couple bumps and i'd be like you see because i would be a coke person
1: hi mr holmberg
0: i'm not a coke this person, is he your
1: roommate you right? like dicaprio <laughs> and a right. wolf of wall street <laughs>
0: right I'm not that guy. I don't want to be around it. It's horrifying. Because I know it probably feels great, but at least it's just nothing good comes from it.
1: And you definitely need to tell, I mean, yeah. you know, all, speak your
0: mind on that. All drug users tell their parents it's someone else's. Your daughter's on coke. A lot. Man, well, we had time to do more. I got another one. I want to do Unless I'm.
1: you're Michael Irvin.
0: And Michael Irvin somehow or another got away with everybody's crack pipe being someone else's. I was just helping that guy out. He left his crack pipe in my car. Okay. Underneath your seat? <laughs> you, former crack guy, have a crack pipe in your car, and I am led to believe that your cracky friend just left it there. Why? Right. Okay, off you go. Back to the NFL Network. You're good. It was not mine. I was helping the brother out. Okay. <laughs> he was in beast mode. Oh, I understand. <laughs> uh, it's nine eleven. Oh, my God, it's nine eleven All over again. It happens twice a day. Uh, and there it is. That is what Brady did, my friends, and a lot of problems with your coke addict daughter. It's out of control now. going To you.